What's up, everybody? I'm JJ John J. Stramski. And I'm Jason Goff. And if you haven't heard, The Ringer has gone local. I'm bringing the fire. I'm bringing the rain from the Big Apple with my show, New York, New York. And I'm repping Chi-Town with my new show, The Full Go on All Things Chicago. We've got episodes three nights a week with all the reaction to the local teams and guests. Plus bonus episodes around all the big games and storylines. So whether you're uptown, downtown, in the burbs, or a transplant. Make sure you follow New York, New York, and The Full Go on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. There's no better feeling than a personal win, and the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. This episode is brought to you by Indeed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Ringer NFL. Just go to Indeed.com slash Ringer NFL right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Once again, welcome in to the Tuesday edition of the Ringer NFL Show. I'm with my teammates, Ryan Shazier and James Jones. I'm Jason Goff. And fellas, we had ourselves uh, an entertaining Monday night football game to cap week four in the NFL where we're trying to figure out. I always used to hear Lovey Smith talk about, you know, four-game seasons. And this is the end of the first four-game season. Uh, we got a few three and one teams out here. We got some teams that are underwhelming, but let's start with what we saw last night. Uh, James Jones's Raiders did not <laughs> score until the second half, uh, but got it got it going in the second half. Put put some pressure on the Chargers, but for the most part, man, I you listen that Chargers team I think is well rounded, and Justin Herbert is an MVP candidate. We're gonna get into MVP candidates, but it looked good. The game felt good. Like the Monday night games haven't been what we, the past years have been and I'm a big fan of Lewis Riddick and Brian Greasy on the broadcast so what stuck out to you guys as the Chargers defeated the Raiders last night well for me it was it was that Chargers defense man I mean you you want to you want to look at it and say man you know the Raiders didn't play well on the offensive side of the ball but that Chargers defense came to play and everybody said the weak spot in that Chargers defense is running the ball downhill at them and then boys came to play I mean, Josh Jacobs had nowhere to run every time he got the football. I want to say he might have had one run over five yards, but that defense Mm -hmm. came to play. Them linebackers was flying around. In my humble opinion, Derwin James is the best safety in the National Football League. Man, I mean, shoot, he can guard receivers. He can guard tight ends. The boy in the box, he blitzing. I mean, he just he just a different dude, man. I mean, we Harry Ruggs ran past him one time, but he gonna run past a lot of people. He gonna run past anybody, not not a lot of people. <laughs> everybody in the National Football League, <laughs> Harry Ruggs, four two, he running past everybody. And if you stuck back there in that one eye safety, and Henry Ruggs got the number three receiver come on that D line, boy, you better turn around. You start running. You start <laughs> hey, running. it's fifty yards. It's fifty yards down the field, and he waiting on the ball. I'm and like, this dude is a sprinter. Around. Yeah, he got that yeah, go. Man. But for real, man. But that defense came to play. I mean, you know, 
uh, they they shut the Raiders down, man, and, and the Raiders did. I mean, they had a couple of good drives in the second half, but other than that, that defense buckled down again and made it hard on the Raiders. I'm sure you like to see that, Ryan. Defense doing the thing. Yeah, no, you know, I always love defense, but for me, I feel the Chargers are the one team that people really wasn't talking about like that. Like, everybody talk about all the other squads, Tampa Bay, Cardinals, Rams, Raiders, you know, but at the end day, like, nobody was really giving them the love like, like, basically how they've been playing. Like, their defense been up to par. They have probably one of the best defenses in the league right now, not just mm-hmm. off of last week, but just if you watch all the games that they played, they have one of the best defenses in the league. And then Justin Herbert, man, he's really leading these boys. He's not turning the ball over that, that much, and he's really just pinned them in great position to play. And then it, it was actually exciting to see Eckler – uh, run the way he was able to run last night because they have all the weapons that they talk about. When they do talk about the Chargers, all they talk about is Herbert and those receivers, and they never give Eckler the love. And to see he went for 117, I think it was, or 115 mm-hmm. a touchdown, rushing and receiving, that lets you know like they're really versatile and they can do a lot of things. So it really was exciting to see that game last night. But the Raiders are who I thought they were, you know, Oh you man! Know, after one game, after one loss, <laughs> he was waiting for it. He was waiting for it, JJ. He was waiting. For it. The Raiders are who I thought they were. I can't wait till they lose so I can get on their head. Next week. Now the reason, the reason, and the reason I say that Derek Carr is a good quarterback. He's a good quarterback, and I'm not throwing no shade on him. But the one thing about most quarterbacks, and especially Derek Carr, when he started to get pressure on the man, he he plays completely different. He doesn't play like himself, and I. I think you started to notice that last night, and just I mean, Joey Bosa said the same thing. Once you start to put pressure on him, man, he he start you know he almost anticipating the sack instead of actually trying to get away from it, and um, you started to see that a little bit more uh, in that game. You know, in the that's, second half, he started every, he started to show up. Quarterback but, though, like we man, we we all sit here and say the same about Tom. You get pressure on him up the middle, he get happy feet, he want to go down. We seen Eli Manning. I mean, Eli Manning used to slide down when. when hey, he hey I, I got a whole. I got. I have a whole different. Hey, I, you know what I'm when saying? it comes to but, Eli, man, don't even get me started with Eli. Don't, no, don't please get started. Get started. <laughs> no, man, don't get me started on Eli, man. Every quarterback that you get pressure on, man, get a little happy feet and get up out of there. To be honest with you, me, even if the quarterback know that they got some goons over there. The ball coming out hot, or the ball, are they ready to get up out of that pocket when you know you got some big time pass rushers? I actually liked what I seen from Derek Carr. Yeah. They was getting after yeah. him. He stepped up in the pocket, made some throws. He made some big time throws. If he don't miss Henry Ruggs that on the on the last one when he got outside the pocket, I mean, shoot, that's another quick score for the Raiders. But I mean, he did curl up on that one, but he seen big boy coming. He like, man, big boy ain't just gonna fall on my shoulder. <laughs> hey, hey, no, nah, but hey, sometimes, hey, sometimes you gotta sit in the pocket and take that hit. You know, one hundred percent. You know, James, James, but let me let me tell you right nobody now. Nobody open, you gotta curl up. James, this <laughs> is this is this is Ryan building up. Like this is the long con right here. He going. Hey, this man. is coming back to Ben Roethlisberger at oh, some I, point. No, yeah, that's what you mean. Because hey, because Ben was the dude and is the dude who's gonna hold the ball and stare down a big hit or whatever. No, it's not, the case no, it's, may not even, be. it's not even a Ben not thing. Now. It's not even a Ben not thing. Now. And now, the reason right. I say that is, but it's not even a Ben thing because like even even like Mahomes or something like that or like Collar. You know what I'm saying? Obviously they very shifty, but mm-hmm. when they get hit, they still play the same as if they didn't get hit. Ooh. And Derek Carr, he doesn't play as well when he don't get hit. I know, like. 
Was I was I the only one seeing Kyler Murray last year when he was running for his life, getting up in that box? <laughs> I mean, you know, he Kyler, was running for his life, but he's still I know, throwing that thing. I'm, That's all I'm, I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is Derek, he not Kyler. He can't. He ain't got juice like right, Kyler. Well, let me say, I'm not going to say Kyler. I'm not going to say Kyler. Let me say this. I, I, I mean, Derek got, what, 350 yards and two-plus touchdowns in yeah. four games, right? So, I mean, you know, it's... The other games, they weren't really getting to him. And when, when the pressure did get to him, it got a little dicey. And then, you know, but then, you know, the pressure got hurt, you know, so it, it, it is what it is. But that's what I'm saying. I mean, credit to Bosa and that Chargers defense because they they got after him. Did I feel like Carmates yeah. made some throws? Did I feel like he stepped up in the pocket? Absolutely. But that defense was hunting all night long. No, no, they yeah. was. I'm, Raiders, I'm not going. I'm not. Yeah, the Raiders ain't have no answer for them. They, they was beating that offensive line up. They was coming off the edge. They was coming up the middle. It was a wrap. You couldn't get the run game started. It was over. Mm-hmm. So I, it's, it's, it's funny because when John Gruden took that gig, the first things that people were saying was, you know what? Derek Carr might not be his kind of quarterback, so we'll see how it works out. Now, three years later, Derek Carr is still the quarterback, and the Raiders are, you know, they got a different Derek city. Carter, they got a, yeah. I always tell people, Derek Carr, the best quarterback John Gruden ever had. Coach Gruden out there playing. He went to Super Bowls with uh, what my man name? Brad Johnson. Brad Johnson. Nothing Brad was cold that year though. It's called it's called it's called the, it's called the Temple Two defense. It's called the Temple Two defense. That Brad was cold that year. Oh man. <laughs> he had hey, he had a rich Gannon <laughs> type year, man. Brad Come was on. cold with that big time defense. But what I'm saying is Brad ain't Brad ain't Derek Carr. Right, Derek no. Carr, the best thrower, the football best quarterback Gruden ever had. Yeah, and 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 now we we talking about Justin Herbert in the same lights that we're talking about Ooh. some of the better quarterbacks in the league, and it's it's crazy because if uh, if the Chargers trainer didn't try to assassinate Ty God Taylor, then this you know we would we probably seen him on the bench for at least half a season or more. He gets thrown into that thing and sets rookie records. Uh, how how early is too early to call a guy what? people are calling Justin Herbert because coming out of Oregon, you know, seeing a lot of people talk about him, Pac-12 football and, you know, made some tough decisions at times, was super athletic, trusted his arm too much was one of the things they said about him. He comes into the NFL, gets better players around him, gets an actual receiving core around him. And all of a sudden you're seeing a dude who's blossoming into one of the better young quarterbacks in the game. To me, they love to throw titles on people so early. Like Mahomes, he a great quarterback, but people he the greatest ever. It's like, come on, bro, come on, bro. Like, and he's a he's a dog, he's a dog. But in the day, you have to also respect the dogs before him. Like, like you said last week, you know, you got to respect the Hall of Famers. And they, Aaron Donald, he's proven, like he showed what he can do, you know. But like uh, Justin Herbert, like he's still this is second year. He still he still has a lot to prove. He still has a lot to do. But noted to me, he's better than Derek Carr. But I'm that's 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 my opinion. As a defender, what a, what 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 about his game do you like and what what can you pick you know some holes in? So to me, Derek Carr is more about him and John Gruden are more about like oh the the QB QBR and all that type stuff. You know what I'm saying? They're more willing to take the sack than throw out the bad pass and all this type stuff. I feel, to me, I feel Herbert like, man, I'm trying to make a play. Like, and I feel to when I'm playing, I'm more scared of a guy trying to make a play than somebody that's worried about, hey, let me get this two-yard check down and hopefully he can do something with it. And 
other. So you don't like to take, against... take what the defense gives you guys. No, 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 no. I don't have nothing against them, but I I feel it's, to me it's more dangerous with a guy that is willing to like, hey, I'm gonna thread a needle because I know if I make this pass, it can be it can be six. You know, like some guys like, hey, I'm gonna take what you give me, take what you give me, take what you give me. But sometimes all I'm gonna give you is five yards the whole game. You know, and then, you know, after a while, I'm going to take that. You know, if, if if both of us gambling, you know what I'm saying, you take your shots, I take my shots, you win, I win. You know, like, you, mm-hmm. everybody ain't going to beat Tom Brady and Dick, Dick and Duncan win all the time because you don't got a top five defense. Mm-hmm. You know, so to me, I'm more scared of a guy that's willing to take the chance. And, that's, and those are the type of quarterbacks I like. How you feel about Justin Herbert, James, before we move on? It's crazy because real quick, I want to touch on that. Number one, Justin Herbert is is special. You know, I, I think we've seen that. We need to start putting Justin Herbert in the conversations with the Patrick Mahomes and, and with the Aaron Rodgers and, and with the Josh Allens. And what I mean by that is if you want to beat the Chargers, you got to keep him on the sideline. Like, he, he he's that dude. He's going to come in there. He's going to put up points. I mean, we all know he can make any and every throw. I mean, he's he's like that. He got Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. We seen him going to Jared Cook last night. I mean, he he throwing wheel routes to Austin Eckler. Like he he's a problem. When he steps on the field, I feel like the Chargers is gonna get points. You know, like like he 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 is he is that dude. He 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 had that rookie of the year last year, and he came back and he said, "Boy, I wasn't playing. That wasn't no fluke. This is this is me." You know what I'm saying? And he and he's getting better and better. And he he has his team at three and one to 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 let the whole league know that. But I want to touch on Derek Carr because I feel like Ryan Jay's Ryan is a is a uh he he talking like a Raider fan right now, you know, back in the back in the day Raider fan where he really not put respect on Derek Carr. No, no, I respect Derek Carr. I respect you know? Derek Carr. I just don't no, feel like but, he's better but the, but than the Justin only, Herbert. No, the only reason why I say that is because Derek Carr, since he's come in the league, I, I and and the only reason why I know this is because I'd be going to because you're a Raiders fan. No, 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 because I'd be going to bat for DC. <laughs> Because I know how good DC is. And I put Derek in the Aaron Rodgers conversation. Not when you talk about the talent <laughs> level of it. When you talk about just how much how much pressure and disrespect he gets. And what I mean by that is Aaron Rodgers has had a top 10 defense two times in his career. He won the Super Bowl one year. He lost in the NFC Championship. Derek Carr's best defense that he's had and I don't know where they rank this year, but the best defense he's had since this year has been 27. Yeah. And last year they were the worst in the league. And last year they were 32. And what I, what, what, what I mean by that is since he's come in the league, out of the Tom Brady's, out of the Drew Breeses, out of the Aaron Rodgers, out of the Pat Mahomes, he has the most fourth quarter comebacks out of all of them. He's threw for 4,000 yards the last four years. Cause y'all always losing. Y'all gotta throw the ball. But I'm, but I'm saying, what, 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 what is he doing? His job, like you, you the 27th ranked defense, and, and you this. the 32nd ranked then. defense, and Derek Carr has you looking at eight and eight every year. Make a good case, Derek Carr. Hey, no, you, no, you're right, Derek Carr. When saying. you talk about accuracy, he might be the most accurate quarterback in the National Football League, and I am gonna include Aaron Rodgers on that. Tom Brady on that, Pat Mahomes on that. Like, he probably is the most accurate quarterback in the National Football League. Like, the Raiders would win two. They would have a top pick every year if Derek Carr wasn't on their team. 
Man, he, he hanging out with David too much. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just saying. I mean, hey, the, man, he hanging out with David too much, man. The dude is a baller. He just not doing it flashy. You know? No, what no, I'm he saying? is a baller. So, so to me, if this was a Chicago, they'll be blaming Matt Nagy. True. Why, they, why nobody? Why nobody? Why nobody blaming John? Man, I've been saying that. I've been saying that. Or Mike well, Mayock, no, because, right? because it, at this point, you got to put some defenders on the other side of the field. And Max Crosby and, and, and Yannick and, and them boys. The is, to get he, he, got, he got defenders. It's just you got to scheme it up. Well, you look at drafting, though. Like, Jonathan Abrams is, you know, a nice player. But Cleveland Farrell and some of these other guys, like, they, they've had some guys not pan out the way that their picks would belie. Like, when that Khalil Mack trade went down, I mean, John Gruden might be having the last laugh in the long run, but when it went down, it was like, oh, my God, the haul that they got. How, how is you know, he not, having the last laugh? The Raiders are better than the Bears. Right now. They the traded Bears, Khalil Mack. not because of the draft picks that, that, that <laughs> he got. Hey, but I'm saying, you hey. got the capital. You just didn't, you just didn't execute it. You know what I mean? Yeah, so Derek Carr making him look good. They traded Khalil Mack and said, hey, we have a pass rush problem. <laughs> like, yeah. No, I, I, listen, <laughs> hey, Bears fans were celebrating <laughs> the trade. Celebrating no, the I'm trade. Saying, but like, they came out a year and a half later and said, we have a pass rush problem. Like, yeah. you traded the best, one of the best pass rushers in the league. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> like, then you asked for him back. Then you asked for him back. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, like you trained something in school. Hey. Like, hey, man, can I get my milk back for that orange? Is that hey, cool? But, or? <laughs> but, not, but not only that, and then you go get Cleveland Farrell, and Cleveland Farrell have been a healthy scratch. Yeah, he ain't even so, dressed. So, so he really didn't win in the trade because Cleveland Farrell ain't, ain't, ain't giving him nothing, man. You know what I'm saying? But nobody thought he was going to go that early anyway. Yeah. But well, that, co that Coach Gruden conversation is a good conversation for down the road, man, because, you know, he started off 3-0 this year, but it's been rocky. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. There's no better feeling than a personal win, and the State Farm personal price plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. All right, so I want to ask you guys, uh, two former football players, guys who are still you know, into the game and observers of the game, cover the game, the unwritten rules of football, because the unwritten rules of baseball, I laugh at all the time. Like, don't bunt to break up a no-hitter. Kiss my ass. If we getting, if we getting beat, I want to make sure that you don't have the greatest, you know, time of all. Yeah, we button. We button. You don't Screw have your no game on me. Right, right, right. Exactly. Uh, if you're down, if you up 13 to nothing, don't swing at a 3-1 pitch trying to hit a home run. We saw that here in Chicago, and Tony La Russa went crazy on his player. The unwritten rules of football, Vic Fangio and John Harbaugh got into it. And we've seen this before. Who was my man? Uh, Greg Schiano, the, the coach of the Buccaneers, who had dudes diving at the ball at the end of games when, it, when he was in victory formation. This is a little bit different. Let's listen to Vic Fangio and John Harbaugh as the end of the game didn't play out the way that Vic would have liked with the Denver Broncos versus the Baltimore Ravens. Isaiah, run it for us real quick. Yeah, I thought it was kind of bullshit, but I expected it from them. You know, I've 37 years in pro ball, I've never seen anything like that. So we decided that if we got the ball back, we were going to try to get the yards. And we got it back with three seconds left. So you're throwing the ball in the end zone, the 10 seconds left. I don't know that there's a 16 point touchdown that's going to be possible right there. So, so 
Ryan, James, the unwritten rules of football. Is this one of them? Do they really even, uh, do they exist? Uh, I, for me, it's like, hey, everybody out there is professionals. You do whatever you need to do within the guidelines of the game. Am I wrong in this? Is this just a fan's point of view? What, what say y'all? I'm with you. To me, man, like we live in a generation and a time now, people lack respect for each other anyway. Like the respect <laughs> level is ridiculous nowadays. <laughs> like, so the hell with it, right? <laughs> hey, I'm, honestly, it, it, it is like for real. Like people don't respect people no more. It's crazy. And to me, it's like, if you can't stop me, I'm going to do what I got to do. Like, you trying to throw a touchdown on my defense, and you know this game over, run the ball. You don't want to run the ball? We'll do it for you. <laughs> we'll do it for you. So. See, that's a dude from that nasty-ass AFC North division right there. That's that's what that is. That, that ignorant-ass hey. AFC North. That's what hey, that nah, is. But look, but that's what he, bro, like he said, it ain't no 16-point touchdown. What you out here, what you practicing? We ain't practicing this a game. Like, and that's what that, that, that's the problem that Vic Fangio had to me, James, is that he mentioned the safety aspect of it. And if it really is the safety aspect, that you kneel that joint down and you know shake hands and take it back to the lab. But that's not what so happened. First, so first off, so first off, number one, that's disrespectful. <laughs> that that that's that's not the code, bro. You know what I'm saying? Hey, like, I'm just, hey, I'm like, just telling number, you, this how, this, one, how, this is this generation, man. Know, like, this is this time. One, Number one, it's a different situation for Vic Fangio and the Broncos. Like, you have 16 seconds left, and you're losing. I know it's not a 16-point touchdown, but we're not just going to quit. Like, you're losing. So who knows what's going to happen? We throw this damn Hail Mary, we catch it, and it's, it's eight seconds left, and we, we get cover the spread. And we, and, but we try to kick an onside kick, get an onside kick, one second left, throw another Hail Mary. Who knows? But what I'm mm-hmm. saying is you're losing. Y'all ain't so, missed going all game. I know, but, but, you, but you lose it. The game is over, and you are winning. Man, you take a knee, man. You, you oh, James, Ryan. say it ain't so. Ryan, say it ain't I, so, man, James. Is, man, man, I, man I, you I, got I, me dealing with a baby boomer, man. This is a baby <laughs> boomer, man. It's, man, this man's on my old school football, man. That's not how people do it no more. Ryan. <laughs> it is what it is. Hey, you can't Ryan. stop it. Hey, Ryan. don't, don't be mad you. at me. Hey. It's always hey, like it's, that, hey, but what it's I'm safer saying, for me to it's safer for me to run the ball than you throwing it bro, to my player safety. It has been so many times to where teams should have could have did that. Like over the they, national, they didn't have a record though. They didn't have a record. It's, it's been it's been so many times to where teams could have said, "Oh, I got to get this dude another yard. I got to get this. I got to get that." And you take a knee, bro. Like that's bro, that. That's you, just, you know who his quarterback is. That's just the respect of the game, man. You you take a knee. That's the res- that's that that's the respect for the other coach on the sideline. These dudes have worked together forever. Vic mentioned that too. He was like, you know, he that's their that's their mode of operation over there. They they he he pretty much intimated that they have been they haven't cared about physical welfare or safety of other teams for years. So this shouldn't be a surprise, which I yeah. thought was, you know, there's there's certain lines that coaches and players cross. You know, calling a whole team and organization dirty is is uh is is quite the statement. I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised if if Coach Harbaugh was like, we about to need a ball, and they'd be like, hey, Coach, we only got to get two yards. Lamar, like, yeah, let's run it. I'm like, I like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just being honestly done. That's it's extreme. Like, I said it's disrespectful. I said it's disrespectful. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, think about it. Like, we people troll each other every day. They be in each other's Twitters. They be mm-hmm. trolling each other during the game. Like, even, even like, 
uh, Lane Kiffin before Alabama. He was like, get your popcorn ready. Like that's 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 disrespectful. Then you lose by twenty eight. Like come mm-hmm. on, bro. Like like that's 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 the that's the time we live in now, nah, James. Like this here is on a whole another level, man. Like for real. Like to me, like now that's mad disrespectful though. To me, that that's, that's disrespectful. Disrespectful. Like this is this is on a whole different. And the reason why I say that is because like. I don't know too many organizations who would have did that record or not. Like, to be honest with you, I didn't play for Coach Tomlin. You know what I'm saying? No, but Coach I Tomlin would not do that. I, I couldn't see Coach Tomlin handing this thing off to Najee Harris, even though Najee Harris no, got a got a 20-game, 100-yard, you know, streak, and he need two yards. He going to take a knee. And it, and it ain't disrespect to Najee. It's the respect of the dude I'm going against over there. I might be going up against a coach that I – Coach for, play for, whatever did, and I got respect. They might not like each other, though. I'm going to take a knee. You know what I'm saying? Even even if they don't like each other, it's the respect for the game. Like, you know that that's how you lose respect when you don't like people, James. No, you do. You You know what I'm saying? But you don't lose respect for the game is what I'm saying. You You don't like Buddy, but at the same time, it's the respect for the game. The right thing to do was to take a knee, bro. Like even no, no, even, right. even even when you see the re- forget Vic Fangio, even when you see the reaction of the players from the Broncos, like they mother effing the, the the Baltimore Ravens. I know they just <laughs> I know they just ran it on them. Like bro, tackle them. You still can stop them and all that. But they like bro, after after y'all stuff right now. Like bro, this is this is the bro code, really. You know what I'm saying? Like like come on now. But James, even if look back at this whole weekend, right? This whole weekend, everybody was pretty much playing Madden out there. Bro, the His team's going for it on fourth and seven and fourth and ten, like all throughout the league. I'm like, yo, what's going on right now? Get Dan Campbell field, electing like, not to take points, you know, getting being inside the ten several times. Yeah, like, like, nah, bro, like people were it. just playing Madden this week. I yeah. don't know what was yeah. going on, but like, I, I, it's just like it's a different generation of because all the analytics stuff. It's a different generation of how football is nowadays. Like back in the day, it's all respect and bro code and this and that. If you if I'm up 13 in a baseball game, I'm hitting the ball. If I'm I'm butting <laughs> the ball, you ain't about to get no no hitter on me. I'm sorry. Like but that, but and I'm getting that, to base. I know whole, I'm fast enough. <laughs> that whole situation right there, bro. You can't do that, bro. You can't. It's the bro code, bro. You can't do no, that. No, no, like, I agree. I agree. It's just, disrespectful. I, like that. Just, if I was a coach, I would like not you, do that. Yeah, just like you came on the show and and buddy, they used to coach at Tampa from Rutgers. I don't know his Greg name. Greg Schiano. Yeah, when Greg Schiano had them boys in, in victory formation and they coming to rush the quarterback, man, they about to start a brawl in the stadium, man. What is you doing? The I game is you up by like seven. That. I'm swiping at that ball. So I was about to say, on hold on. So, so what? What do we? <laughs> we we can't be the same fans and 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 former players and observers that say play sixty minutes as as if your life depended on it, and then with three seconds left, be like, all right, well, life don't depend on it. These last three seconds, like, which one is it? The game over. No, nah, hey James, over. if you up by don't say you about twenty with three, if you up by twenty with three left, I'm. In the center, I'm swiping the ball or something. I'm well, trying to. That's different. Hey. You're trying to swipe at the ball, though. These dudes is coming downhill, rushing like it's a real, like they running 38 <laughs> trap at them or something. Like, <laughs> but we in victory formation. <laughs> we ain't coming down here running. Because you know, on victory formation, everybody just be chilling too. They that's be what like, I'm saying, man. Hey, you all, you in victory formation, you already telling Buddy across from you, good game, dog. You know? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You what are we doing over, after this? Bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's over. Hey, hey you no, already- but, think, but think about it. They like, the Ravens do a lot of mad, disrespectful stuff. Like people, are like man, that's a gutsy call. Going for it on fourth down in your own twenty is 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 that's that's disrespectful too. Though. Yeah, but but what I'm saying is the game ain't over, bro. 
Like, like you, you going for it on fourth down, hey, that's on you, man. But the, but the game ain't over. This right here, you should have been in victory formation. You should have took a knee. And you said it because you should have said, "Good game, Vic." Jason, he don't play bad. Hey, man! All right, listen. The the point has been made. I don't think I don't think y'all gonna agree on this thing, and I'm I'm happy that y'all didn't agree. (laughs) Frankly, Uh, speaking of a point being made, this from from Mike Silver, who obviously NFL reporter. Uh, This is a thread he just put out here as we're taping, maybe an hour ago. I want you guys to listen to this because. Your boy, Urban Meyer, has got himself in some hot water. There's a video that surfaced. Uh, He didn't fly back with the team. Then all of a sudden, the video from a bar surfaced where a young lady (laughs) is dancing on his lap. That man got problems at home. He got problems with the the team. Uh, You know, and this, the whole Urban Meyer thing hasn't, it hasn't, hasn't come about the way that people in Jacksonville would have hoped. And now this is what Michael Silver is reporting. He says the Urban Meyer situation in Jacksonville has reached a crisis point, especially in the locker room. One player told me, quote, he has zero credibility in that stadium. He had very little to begin with. This is the continuation of threats. His players were particularly put off by the fact that Meyer canceled Monday's team meeting as he dealt with the uproar of the videos of him and a young woman getting cozy in that Ohio bar. Quote, he even canceled the team meeting. He was too scared, unquote. Said instead, Meyer, quote, only apologized to position groups individually. He portrayed the woman in the videos as a random person who he was, quote, just there dancing with. Suffice it to say, his audience was highly skeptical. Silver goes on to tweet, said one player, quote, we looked at him like, what the F? Right when he left, everyone started dying laughing and he knew it, unquote. Bottom line, said the player, is bad. I don't know how he's going to function. I'm going to tell y'all this right now. <clears throat> I have only covered locker rooms that have been lost by the coach. You you know, I don't know if you guys have ever been in them. Uh, you know, and I know Ryan going to say he ain't never been in one because the Steelers don't play that kind of game, neither does Mike Tomlin. But, man, this ain't it. <laughs> you can't you can't get down on your players and talk about accountability and you know they, of course throughout the preseason and training camp like you you getting on guys but you got to be the leader of men in this situation and Urban Meyer right now is off to not just a shaky start but this is uh this is one of them joints where you know it might be time to go spend some time with the family or take a break because this is not good at all and it keeps getting worse because players are now speaking to media members about it. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm gonna start off with it because he was my coach. <laughs> So, so uh, honestly, as as a, a former player, uh, I'm disappointed in coach, and I'm actually uh, he, he's actually a friend of mine. So it kind of it kind of hurt to see him in this type of situation. So uh, it, it's disappointing because a lot of the things that he he taught the players and taught the team, and you know, uh, and it's like if he was to see us in that situation, the way that he would react. You know, so it's kind of it kind of hurts to see him in that same type of situation. But like you said, as a leader, you have to understand where you're at, understand what you're doing, and understand the the people that you have around you. Like some of these guys that you're coaching are are young men. Some of them are very, you know, not not gullible, but some of them are very uh, immature as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, impressionable and. The smallest things can can change the way they play, the way they act, and the way they do things. And to see somebody that's supposed to be your leader and the way that he acts around you on a on a regular basis, and then to see him in this type of situation, uh, it, it, it hurts. It, it hurts me because, uh, I, I, like I said, I see him as a friend and as a mentor. 
and, and to see him in this type of light, it it, it, it hurts because uh, to a lot of people, Coach Meyer was a I'm not gonna call it nobody a god, but like in in uh, in Ohio, he's a legend, they, man. They, he's a legend. Yeah, he's a legend. You know, in Ohio, they love him, and you know, uh, it, then it also hurts me as well just to see that he wasn't able to confront the team in the in the setting because uh, you will you will make the team you'll make a player do that to the team you know so um to me it's just you'll want the same that you give i mean you'll 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 want the the players will want the same respect that you'll make them have to mm-hmm. give you know so it kind of hurts me to see him in this type of light man i hope everything turned out well with him and his family and uh but in the day you can't just be running around in these streets and you have to understand <laughs> You have to understand, like, man, whatever you're doing, man, is people watching you, man. Not a, so not only that, so clear this up for me. So you lose to Cincinnati. Your team flies back and you stay to party. Is that yeah. is, is that what is that what yeah. we, we happening? Okay. So 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 it, 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 so the thing is, let me let me say so the, the place he was at, he actually that's a uh like a really like that's like a high park type of restaurant that he owned in Ohio. So I don't think he went to party, but it ended up turning into a party. I don't know what He sat his ass at the bar. What do you think was going to happen? Forget <laughs> come about on, Ryan. Come on. Hey, hey you can shoot no, your man bail all you well, want. What I'm saying is forget, <laughs> a, forget about all that. You just lost a game. Got and to you ride told back on the team. And exactly. And you told your team in the locker room, I see y'all Monday. I'm staying down out here. I'm not getting on. Like, who does that? There's no NFL head coach that would do that. You fly back with your team, whether you wanted to fly back to Cincinnati or whatever and chill at your bar because you gave all these people the day off. But in my humble opinion, you fly back with your team because you and your coaches got to break down this film on Friday oh, yeah. because we're not, we not a good football team and we're trying to get better. There ain't no need for me even to stay out here in Cincinnati, and we got to work tomorrow on a Friday. Like, I like I, I don't understand that. Number two, like, you are a leader of men, man, young men. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on now. you Now you, it's really going to be hard for you, and that's why the GM came in and said, man, you he has to earn the respect back because as a young man, you looking at him like, bro, I ain't listening <laughs> to nothing you talking about up there right now, man. You know what I mean? Everything you done preached to us in the training camp and all that, you know, it ain't like you've been there for four years, but everything that you've been preaching, man, you playing. Number one, I don't even know how dedicated you are to us. Like, we 0-4, and, and you said, I'm not flying back with y'all, I'm going to the club. Like, we, like we owe, I don't understand that. Like, any coaches that I've ever been around in the National Football League, you 0-4, you know that. If we don't win, this is a this 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 league that we're in right here is all about winning. If you don't win, you get fired. So if I'm looking at 0-4, there ain't no way that I'm gonna stay back away from the team and go party. Like even if I wanted to go party and all that, at least I'm going flying back with my team and I catch me a club in Duval. Let me ask y'all this. Is it because when we talk about losing locker rooms in basketball and the basketball teams that I've covered, it's different, right? You could drag ass on a basketball te- uh, floor. You cannot give it your all on a basketball floor. Uh, we always hear about football. You go half speed out there, you're going to get hurt. 
So how do you lose a locker room, especially when, you know, you're going out there, you got to put stuff on tape for maybe this team or another team. And on top of it, the other team out there knowing what's going on with you. So they know they got maybe the mental edge on you. You know, you can't go half speed because you might get hurt. What does losing a locker room look like? You know, like actually look like because of how you have to play this sport. We talked about being disrespectful in the last segment. It's, it's, it's more about just being disrespectful in the office. Like, it's more like, hey, there's me and that eight. People rolling in there at not 18. <laughs> People like, oh, hey, coach, hey, hey, practice start at 10. All right, I'll be there. You know, then it's like, now you finding me. All right, you finding me, yo, but did you find yourself? Like, they gonna come right, at you with right. all type of stuff like that. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right. Like, and it's, it's gonna be, they're gonna disrespect you on that type of level because they they this the one thing you understand with football. Whatever you with whatever you put on that tape is that that's who you are. But see, you my know, thing, so, yeah, and my thing too, Ryan, like if we're trying to win and we're 0-4 and we just lost a tough one, and you're saying, you know what, fellas, you know, I'm staying back, y'all flying back by yourself, and then I'm I'm gonna go out here and club. That's not how you do it. That's not what you're trying to like. Now I can't trust you. Now mm, I don't right. know how dedicated yeah. you are. You know right. what I'm saying? Because yeah. are you looking at our team just like the whole world looking at our team? Like, man, we might not win a game and we sorry? Because obviously that's what I'm taking from this. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you walking in the locker room telling us we're going to turn this thing around. We got this, we got that, we got that. But then you ain't even flying back with us after a loss and you partying and you should be breaking down film the next morning and trying to get us, trying to get us better. Like, that's crazy to me. If this are some other coaches, bro, that'd be fired yesterday. So that's You're the thing, fast. too, because whenever a, a college coach makes that jump, you know, there's always going to be that scrutiny of, yeah, you ain't you ain't holding scholarships over nobody's head over here. Like, everybody in this room, damn near, well, the most important people in this room make as much, if not more money than you. So that relationship changes. I remember talking to somebody who used to be a member of Washington when Steve Spurrier was the coach and talking about how much Steve golfed. And players like, hey, man, this ain't that. Like, you, <laughs> we out here playing for our lives and our, our livelihood. So when that, when, that, when that jump is made, you already got all the eyes on you. And on top of it, you know, you made the jump because you got gifted the number one pick with the team that was playing before you. And Trevor Lawrence yeah. is supposed to be that guy. So it's, 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 it's a tough situation uh, all the way around. Speaking of quarterbacks, fellas, um, the... Dallas Cowboys offense. You know, Dak Prescott for the last two or three years has been battling. Is he a is he a, uh, a top five player? Should he get Mahomes money? All this other stuff. And he got his money. You know, he broke his ankle, got his money. And I don't know, man. This this Cowboys offense. Now the team overall, the defense. There's a lot of players on that defense. Michael Parsons might be the defensive rookie of the year coming up here. I mean. Um, they lost uh, Demarcus Lawrence, but Trayvon Diggs out here on national TV making people think he Deion Sanders. Like, it's a lot going on <laughs> on that defense, and I think they're going to get better. But that offense, man, you know, Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott have the right combination of, okay, I got I got it when, when Zeke ain't, you know, plowing head, and Zeke has had a, two good games back-to-back. Uh, the receiving core I like, the tight ends I like. And Dak Prescott, very quietly, I don't know how you could do this quietly, but Dak Prescott is snuck up in there in that top five, top six range in terms of quarterbacks. Uh, how good is this Dallas offense, or is it just too early in the season to put anything on it? Dak Prescott and this Dallas Cowboy offense, 
is a problem. They are, they are a problem. Like Dak, I I never think Dak is gonna make a bad play. Mm. Like when you start talking about big time quarterbacks, and I and I and I put Dak up there in the big time quarterback conversations with the, with the Aaron Rodgers and 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 the Pat Mahomes because when I was in the huddle with Aaron, I always felt like we had a chance to win. I never felt like he was gonna make a bad play. I always felt like, man, he he's gonna make a play to win this game. He's gonna make a play to put us in the best situation to win this game. And that's how I feel about Dak. When Dak takes the field and that ball is in Dak's hand, I don't feel like he's gonna make a bad play. Like Dak Prescott is an absolute baller. Like, I mean, I mean, we we seen it last year before he got hurt, they're putting up all them points. And even though they was they was losing ball games and he was throwing for 500, but he's off to that same start. And what's good about this defense is they getting turnovers and they giving the ball back to him. Like, it ain't like you got to stop people from getting a bunch of yards. But if you can get a couple turnovers and get it back to Dak in that offense. Short field. But you're Mm -hmm. absolutely right. Right now, Dak is a top five quarterback in this league. You know what I mean? And to be honest with you, you know what I mean? You can argue him up there in the top three when you start talking about, you know, who's the top three quarterbacks in the National Football League. You might not put like that up there. Yeah, you might. Uh, yeah, no, Dak balling. You might not put that. Yeah, no, 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 no. There, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Just but, this year. Okay. But you definitely. Yeah. But you definitely can argue. You know yeah, what no, I'm saying? Like sure. he, like, like he's play, even if you just go back to last year before he got hurt and and this year now, like Dak is he's he's that dude, man. And and I'm telling people this ain't the same old Cowboys. A lot of people want to see them fold, but this this ain't the same old Cowboys, man. They might they be the best team in the NFC, man. They got they but they believe it, and and you got arguably, like I said, man, a top three quarterback and a guy that I feel like is never gonna make the bad play. How you feel about Dak, right? No, no, I, I, I like Dak. I think I think he's a good quarterback. I think he has so many weapons around him. They they finally got it right. That well, they been had it right. They just didn't know how to put it together. Let me say that. They they always had a solid team. And he has all the weapons around him to, to succeed. Honestly, uh, I, I think they they have a serious shot at winning winning the Super Bowl this year. I, I, I'm not I didn't pick them to win it, but I, I think they have a serious shot. If they go to the Super Bowl and win it, I won't be surprised because they Man. definitely have the weapons to get there. Uh, my biggest problem with them is, um, and, and this is more personal. They need oh, to give CeeDee Lamb the ball a little bit more. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> this is <laughs> no. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan going to tell us about his damn fantasy football team. Oh, no. Hey, no. No, no, but I think no, but I think I think their team is solid, man. I at first I was questioning um them, you know, doing the split backfield with Pollard and, and, and Elliot, but man, I'm gonna be honest, man, that junk's looking pretty good. And if yeah. they keep doing it like that, they're gonna have both of them boys healthy all season. That's what I was saying. I'm like, if you can have Zeke with 15 to 17 carries, but in that fourth quarter, he looked yeah. like it's his first carry, yes. Team, yeah, teams, is go, teams is going to have problems. So I, I'm like, I like Tony Pollard coming in there getting 10 carries. Nice. You know, even if, yeah, but I'm yeah. just saying, like, you taking 10 extra carries off Zeke, and when he do get it, not only is he going to be angry, he's going to be fresh. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Fresh. And and these yeah. dudes on the defense going to be tired and you got to tackle a fresh Zeke. And that's why you're seeing Zeke have the success he's having right now. I mean, the boy, he, he went crazy the last two games. Yeah, this secondary is definitely um, 
taking a, a step forward, right? You know, it's Anthony Brown and, and Trayvon Diggs. And that game, that, that, that primetime game where Trayvon Diggs was making every play on the field, uh, it's, 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 a different, it's a different Dallas defense, especially if that secondary is, um, is you know, intact. And, 100%, and playing as well. man. Coordinator of the mm-hmm. year got to be Dan Quinn right now. Yeah. No, no, he, they they playing I mean, some ball. This Cowboys defense, like they say, couldn't stop a nosebleed last year. Team. <laughs> Boy, hey, I know Ryan, you know, he mad CBA getting it for his fantasy, but if you had any fantasy football players going against the Cowboys last year, I don't care if it was the third string, you was putting them in. Yeah, they, yeah. Yeah. He was eating. He was eating. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like these boys is out here shutting people down. This episode is brought to you by Indeed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash RingerNFL. Just go to Indeed.com slash RingerNFL right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by Modelo. What does a true fan look like? It's cheering the loudest. It's never missing a game, no matter what. And for that, you deserve an ice cold reward because you are a fighter and Modelo is your reward. Modelo, the mark of a fighter. Shop delivery or pickup options near you at ordermodelo.com. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. All right. Well, speaking of uh, a defensive struggle, uh, in a game that was hyped up that really wasn't uh, interesting or intriguing in the least, uh, Tom Brady went back to Foxborough and squared off against uh, Bill Belichick. And it was a, a 1917 game. I mean, Mac Jones, Tom Brady... Uh, it it kind of, and, and as we talked about in the pre-show meeting, kind of looked like Tom versus Tom in terms of, you know, some of the the, the throws. And, and actually, Mac Jones might have played better than Tom Brady, but uh, there was a lot of hype going into it, and the return was the return. They booed him uh, after, what, the first drive, but they gave him a stand and no in the beginning of the game. So it kind of seemed like the Patriots fans had a game plan on how they were going to receive Tom Brady. Uh, what y'all make it a game that was supposed to be like the game of the week and the game of the season that just happened to be a ho-hum NFL football game? Honestly, I, I knew that game was going to end up being like that. And the reason I say that is because everybody like, Tom Brady this, Tom Brady that. People forgot that Bill Belichick was with Tom Brady for 20 years. I imagine going against somebody you played with for 20 years. You know every single thing about that person. You know what they're good at. You know what they're bad at. You know what they don't like looking at. And you know the weapons that they, well, like you you know the weapons that he has now. So all you have to do is build up a plan for all the things that he don't like to see. And then basically, and, and basically gather that plan and build it around them. And then Bill Belichick, he's one of the greatest coaches because of the way he adjusts and the way that he builds defenses. He wasn't winning all those Super Bowls just because of his offense. 
Right. Every time they won the Super Bowl, they had a top five defense. So you didn't think Tom – everybody was like, oh, man, the spread 14 and a half at halftime and this and that. I'm like, bro, like, this is about to be a close game. And to be honest, Mac Jones outplayed Tom Brady. Yes, if you really look at it. Yes, and to, You know, but I'm not surprised at what happened at all. And people could say emotions didn't get involved, but if you've been somewhere for 20 years, some of your best friends, some of your kids – Live there half their life, you know. You you know you know every nick and cranny of the building and all that. Like, man, it's it's, it's an emotional tie to that building, but also, it's it's like playing against your. Obviously, they're not friends or whatever, but it's like playing against your best friend. Your best friend know everything about you. Mm-hmm. Like it's like playing your brother. Like right. you can play your brother, but and you know what he good at, you know what he bad at, and then you know what his good move is, and you know how to stop his good move. So it's just like. I feel like that was the situation that we 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 watched, and I wasn't surprised at that game at all. Well, let's let's not get it twisted. Tom Brady got that smutter put on him by Bill Belichick. <laughs> Bill Belichick was on that boy's head. He yeah, he was sending man, people. If you're really watching that game, Bill Belichick made Tom look average. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it was his worst game. Of the season might have been his worst game as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like I tell people when he ran for that first down, and they keep showing it on TV and all that, and they showing his eyes and all that stuff. I said that wasn't like I just got the first down. That was like this boy is homie. <laughs> <laughs> like I ain't got nowhere to go with the ball. I'm out here running, and I'm 52 years old. I just pictured Tom Brady <laughs> saying in his head, "This boy is on me." Man, this boy <laughs> on me, man. Like that—that's what he looked like. He looked confused. Like, man, where is Bill coming from? You know, right. it was a chess match. And to be honest, Bill won the chess match. The young fellow sure. on the other side, at one point in the game, he 19 for 19. And if and if and if uh, if if Levante David don't bat that ball down, he 20 for 20 with a gimme field goal. You know what I'm saying? But Bill Belichick got after Tom Brady, and I think that's what a lot of people's not talking about because Tom got the win. But if you talk about Bill versus Tom, it wasn't close. Bill got after him. They found a way to win the game because his defense stepped up and made a play when they had to make a play. But Bill got after Tom, man. Tom looked average. All right, so speaking of average, uh, we got to do this as we wrap up the show. Uh, Steelers versus Packers. Uh, have at it, bro. fellas. I'm going well, to back off. Go, I'm going to back well, off. Well. First, I'm going to put well, my microphone well. down. First of all, I just I came to terms, you know, like I'm going to always back my dogs up. Like I'm, I'm, I'm Michael Irvin of the Steelers. I'm going to back my dogs up no matter what. Like no matter what, I'm backing my dogs up. I feel like Ben going to come back. And be the MVP by the end of the year. Like, <laughs> hey, I don't know. Hey, hey, I might, I might have a drink before this pot. I'm about to say. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey y'all, hey, we got a test, ben, man. Ben, we got a test before the ben, pot. <laughs> no, nah, but Ben, uh, nah, ben, ben gonna do better. Like, it's, it's, we having a tough start. But I'm, I'm not gonna lie though. The, the, the thing about that whole game that got me, He's like, y'all got us. Y'all better. beat us fair and square. Y'all He's beat us fair and square until the refs. Right. The, 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 the. Y'all, y'all beat us fair and square until the refs called that field goal block back. And you know that was onside. And, and, and that was a 10-point swing, and that changed the <laughs> momentum of the game. And, and after that, 
It's like, hey, bro, we we only got so much juice. Like, like we, you know, we Michael Jordan in Space Jam. Give, we we had a little juice left, and y'all took all of it. Like, we hey, had. Hey, 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 James, <laughs> the referees are against the Steelers. Now. Hey, <laughs> hey, and and he hey, was and he, he not he, on sides? Was he, he not on sides? You right, you right. You right. Joe Hayden, Joe Hayden looked like he was on sides, man. It looked like it. it and, looked like and Mika, both of them was on sides. It, it was cool. But. It looked like it was a clean block, but. Are you just gonna override <laughs> the way Ben looks? <laughs> no, no, James. That is that is now from here on out I the mean, quarterback that shall not be named. I mean, I mean, dude, hey, man, the hey, last he few, three. Hey, he, well, hey, no, he had a few four I, bad games, bro. It's cool. That's his four of the year. And it's only been four in the season. Ain't that something? <laughs> like, like this this boy done had four bad games, and we sitting here talking about like he gonna get better. Being no. done, man. Ain't no like, we. Like, One like, of us is saying that. <laughs> like, like straight up, like watching the game. Big Ben is throwing this ball up when he don't have any pressure. Big Ben is throwing this ball up when he got pressure in his face. I know Big Ben mm-hmm. ain't Lamar. I know Big Ben ain't Lamar Jackson. I'm not saying Big Ben, you need to turn on the juice and get up out of there. But Big Ben, he ain't trying to. He ain't trying to step up in the pocket. He ain't trying Frick to make nobody. He ain't trying to make nobody miss in the pocket. Cooked. Just like we talked about Derek Carr when he cradled up. Big Ben is just, he ain't cradling up. He just throwing it up. That man is a double man. agent. Like, to be honest with you, and I and I know we hey, talked man. about this the last podcast. Well, why, like, we, why are we even talking about this right now? Like, we, the show <laughs> hey, is supposed to be hey, over. Hey, like, hey, he Ryan, just wanted to throw shade. Hey, James hey, got, Ryan gotta got go. Little, we got a little time left. I really so do go. gotta go. Y'all just came in through <laughs> shade Ryan, just before Ryan, I left. Like, Ryan, that's crazy, real, man. Like, Ryan, for real? Hey, no, but it's cool, though. Like, you be happy. Hey, you're going to be wearing a Steeler jersey, a Steeler shirt next year when Aaron come, so it's cool. Ooh. You better believe it. I'll have a 12 jersey on. But I'm listen, <laughs> I'm not, like, I, I I don't like seeing people just just play bad like that. Like, at yeah, one point, it's, it's like, come on, bro. Like, you know, make a, but he got to move on, bro. I know we talked about the Rooney family and all that and this and that. But, but he, he ain't got, Darius Butler. He, 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 it was a Darius Butler? Who was it? No, nah, it wasn't Darius Butler. It was uh, the dude Malcolm from the Colts. Who? No, nah, the dude from the Colts that just quit mid-game. Like, he oh, ain't that no, guy. That, that, that's, that's my man. Uh, that's, <laughs> oh, the that's, corner, right? Vontae Davis, Davis right? Vontae Davis. Yeah, 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 yeah Vontae yeah. Davis, bro. No, he, he can't quit mid-season, bro. No, like, I'm not saying that. I'm saying Tomlin has to move on, bro. Tomlin has to say, listen. Ooh. It might be an executive decision. But I'm just, I, I mean, they're not like I said, I ain't in the top and all that. But he has to say, if Ben keeps playing at this level, he has to take a hardball approach right now. You ain't finna mess up my winning record. <laughs> <laughs> or get me fired. I ain't had a losing know. season since you've been here, Ben, and you playing with that right now. <laughs> <All right. laughs> hey, man. Y'all just throw a shade, man. That's just crazy, bro. Hey, hey, hey. Look back at this moment and wait till the Steelers make the playoffs. Wait, let's sit on this moment. Hey, we can look at this moment. We can look at the next four games they go play. We can look at halfway mark of the season. That ain't happening, player. They about like I don't see it changing this week, bro. They play the Broncos. They play the Broncos. We winning. We winning. Bet money. Y'all, I'll y'all bet gotta, on the pie. I'll bet on the pie. What y'all trying to bet? Lord have mercy, man. Uh, Lord yeah, have edible mercy. arrangement I, to, yeah, to I, one of our I, ladies. I, hey, I bet you, I bet you a sausage McMuffin from McDonald's, man. I ain't even trying to take <laughs> your money like that, He ain't trying to like put that, nothing bro. on it. That's how bad <laughs> it is. Hey, man, see? See, hey, that's y'all scared. That's what it oh, is. Y'all scared. <laughs> 
This man got the Broncos in his sight now. (laughs) Ryan, Ryan, what's what's crazy is is, is I was kind of feeling like you, like, man, Big Ben to bounce back, you know. And you had a chance to see Big Ben in person this season before me. But once I see them, because you went to a Steelers game this year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, so you got He's to see. How, you should have known. You got to see how stinky he was in person. <laughs> so that's why, like, that's why, hey, like, man, it's time to end this part. That's why, like, my decision right now to get him oh out is because I seen this man in person. Oh it's time to get him out of there, man. All right, bro. All right, bro. All right. Hey, Sounds like hey, who is San Jose coach out? right now? Who is San Jose coach Look right at now? Him. Look at him. He's taking it to the alma mater now, <laughs> hey, boy. Brent, Brent, Brandon, <laughs> hey, Brent, Brandon. Hey. <laughs> All right. That's, not, that, that's when it's time to end right. the pod is when we start right. talking <laughs> San Jose State football. Oh, hey. Lord have mercy. Good. Hey, don't Good disrespect job. State, boy. We three and two, boy. Hey, man. I don't want no problems. I went to Southern Illinois for one you know, one year. Man. I don't even know if we got a football team. So I'm gonna let y'all I'm gonna let y'all have at it. For James oh, Jones man. and my man, the beleaguered Ryan Shazier. I'm Jason Goff. Next up on the Ringer NFL show is Kevin Clark talking about those Dallas Cowboys. We'll be back every Tuesday on the Ringer NFL show for the entire NFL season. Reminder, check out the full Go With Me, Jason Goff, every Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday night on Spotify or wherever you get your pods. Thank you to our production assistant, Isaiah Blakely, for the production on this episode with additional production supervision from Arjuna Ramgapal. So for the fellas, thank you so much. Take care of yourselves and be safe out there.